Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, this is a two-hour special broadcast with Chris Carlson. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. This is Liberty Roundtable Live, hour two of two. For March 11th, in the year of our Lord, 2023, looks like the <clears throat> Tucker Carlson's narrative about J6 is a ratings juggernaut. Tucker getting a ton of ratings out of this thing. 4.1 million viewers. I think that's more than he's ever had. Glenn Beck having a problem with this now, saying I will not be censored. So Facebook's limiting now. Glenn Beck's account because they fact-checked Glenn. Now listen to the fact-check. In a video, Stu and Glenn discuss the curious case of Ray Epps. That's the man who was seen in the January 6th video provocateur actions everywhere by Ray. Yeah. So then Glenn and Stu mentioned that Ray Epps sent a text to his nephew bragging that he had orchestrated the January 6th unrest. Well, that's factual. It came out in court. Here's the problem. The fact checkers took an issue with that. Why? The statement mostly false anyway, even though it was factually true and documented in court. Why? Because Ray Epps also told the January 6th committee that he didn't really mean it. So that settles it. Case closed. You got it? These people are nothing more than propagandists and liars. Even Glenn Beck says. We were given the option of issuing a correction. That'll remove all penalties from our Facebook pages. But Glenn says, I refuse. I will not be censored. The hell with the consequences. Folks, we are in a battle between good and evil. Truth and lies. You cannot remain neutral. Either you fight for the truth or you enable the lies. I sincerely hope you'll join us. And then he starts asking you to be a Blaze supporter and promoting himself. And, you know, I get it. This stuff takes a lot of money to make happen. But I find that fascinating as well. Tucker getting huge ratings from this. Glenn being censored over this. Do you think they're really censoring Glenn, but they're literally letting Tucker tell all, Chris? Do you buy that? I, I think Glenn has wandered a little too far off of the reservation. I, I've always looked at Glenn as being somewhat of a controlled opposition figure. I The jury is still out as far as I'm concerned, but good on Glenn. You know, he's making a stand, uh, and it, it sounds like it's not benefiting his career that much, but uh, good good on Glenn. Glenn. Um, I commend him for his courage and his integrity. But did you believe want me it or to not? Talk I didn't think I'd be praising Glenn Beck, but in this yeah. case, he deserves it. He's right as rain on this one, people. He's at, look. I don't take uh, sides, opinions. When people are right, I give them credit. When people are wrong, I tell you why I think they're wrong. Glenn's right on this. Tucker's wrong. Tucker's getting a massive ratings increase. But he's not leveling with the people. He's making you think he got it all. No. Well, that literally makes you believe that Kevin McCarthy's doing great. 
Kevin McCarthy's not doing great, ladies and gentlemen. The House isn't even getting much done. It's nothing but political theater. The Democrats had their political theater on primetime television with their dishonest prosecutions and their dishonest committee. Now the Republicans are doing the same thing, blaming everybody under the sun. Meanwhile, the spectacle continues and accountability is, well, Glenn Beck's getting censored now. I've already been censored more than until the, the cows come home. This is a disgrace. All right. Anyway, good for Glenn Beck for a change. I wanted to highlight that because it's an interesting sidebar on the story we were covering last hour. Let's move into juicy details on Ron DeSantis, worldaffairsbrief.com. Now, I know Ron's done a lot of good, uh, and I appreciate that, and I'll give him credit where credit's due. But the problem that I have with Ron is he is a deep stater like the rest of them, Chris. Yep, he's very much so, because based on many pieces of evidence, which I'm going to present here uh, in a few minutes, but the the fact that he's always in the media, the media is just like Donald Trump, and people didn't uh, connect the dots on Donald Trump, but I did. Uh, You know, any exposure is good exposure. I don't care if they say 99.999% negative about him. Any exposure is good, and the, the conservatives clam onto that. They realize that the media is biased. So when a candidate, and he's not a candidate yet, he hasn't declared his candidacy. He's just the, the governor of the state of Florida. When a candidate uh, gets negative coverage from the media, half of the country supports that individual because they know that if the media is criticizing him, there must be something good about him. And so I, I don't trust uh, Ron DeSantis. Now, we were going to talk about him last week because Joel uh, did an expose on some of the things. He's done a couple of exposés on Ron DeSantis. I'll give him credit for that. But it, I was kind of triggered by um, a text that I got from my brother, Scott, in Davenport, Iowa. And uh, I said, oh, listen to the show tomorrow because he wanted to know how I felt about Ron DeSantis. He sent me a text. And so let's, let's talk about Ron DeSantis. There are two very incriminating pieces of evidence that I'm going to present right now from the national file. And this was in Jill Skousen's World Affairs Brief last Friday, not yesterday. Uh, TikTok investor Jeff Yoss has just given Ron DeSantis' campaign millions of dollars. Now, who is Jeff Yoss, you ask? He is widely considered to be responsible for the left takeover of Pennsylvania after he opposed America First Republican Doug Mastriano for governor just in this last uh, election, 2022. And then I add in favor of a far left Democrat, Josh Shapiro, as governor. So TikTok investor Jeff Yoss is not a conservative. In fact, um, that, that I'm trying to think, he, I think he gave money to some other very high-profile Democrats. I don't have that information here. Establishment donor, and this is the national file going on, establishment donor Jeff Yoss, the biggest American investor in CCP's TikTok app, and that's kind of a glaring uh, red flag there, is all for Ron DeSantis and his 2024 presidential ambitions. Now, that uh, is disturbing that this uh, left-wing investor and campaign donation uh, giver is giving money to Ron DeSantis. Here's another uh, individual who is clearly on the side of the left because he gave money to Obama and Joe Biden both, yet he gave $5 million donation to Ron DeSantis. That doesn't make any sense, Sam. And the media is not talking about it. Well, what do you mean it doesn't make any sense? It makes perfect (laughs) sense. 
<clears throat> Let me tell you how you do it. You treat this like a horse race, like a betting race. And what you do is you put in the news, Donald Trump's the front runner, poor old Ron's struggling to catch up. And you say, well, that's a positive news story about who? Well, it's really a positive news story about both. You're giving credit mm-hmm. to Donald for being the front runner. Instead of admitting he's the only real competitor in the race right now, no wonder he's the front runner, right? Uh, but then you say Ron DeSantis is, is losing to the guy that they painted that you hate for the last, what, six years? You got to hate mm-hmm. Donald. And so DeSantis yeah. is behind, but really what it means is, Pope, you need to get out the money and get out the support for Ron because, man, Trump's winning. All you're really doing, even if you got that negative story about Ron, is giving Ron a leg up while you promote Donald and Ron both. Now, remember, Donald yeah, takes credit good. for getting Ron elected in the first place, right? Yes, that's true. So wait a minute. You've got Donald and this criminal liberal dude running around together helping Ron? <laughs> Sounds like deep yeah. state to me, sir. Well, and so the theory, yeah, I, I see what you're, you're leading up to. And Joel Skousen speculates that that may be the case, just to defeat Donald Trump in the 2024 election. Now, in order to do that, however, Sam, Ron DeSantis has to appease the interest of the Democratic Party which I don't think he will do, which I think he, well, okay. I do. He already has. What I just said. He already has. Yes, yeah. he already has. Remember, he was but the I lockdown say, guy before he was the freedom guy on vaccines. He locked everybody down, right? Yes. Yes, right. until he was the, oh, we can't do this anymore. This is horrible. You know, look at all these states that are doing it, just like I did for the first year of the pandemic. And then I decided, oh, wait, I might want to run for president someday, and I want to have a clean record on the COVID-19 pandemic. So he created, a, he refurbished his record by reversing himself after a year of lockdowns, by the way. But um, so the theory, Joe Skousen theorizes that, okay, so they're probably just, they want to get rid of Donald Trump, which I don't believe. I think they could use Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis the same way they used Donald Trump for the, um, the 20, from 2016 to 2021. But as long as you pick from the slate of candidates they've given you, they don't care who you pick, sir. Yep. Heads, I win, tails, you lose type of scenario. Uh, so, so Joel Skousen says this is disturbing to conservatives because Yas and Griff, Griffin are not even Republicans, but radical Democrats. And he goes on to say there's no way that Ron DeSantis can act so consistently as a conservative and then turn around to please the radical Democrats if he did win the nomination and presidency. You know what my response is? I think he can, but it's not so much the Democrats as much as it is the uh, deep staters, if you want to call them, or the New World Order. So you got to look at the bigger picture. you got to quit looking at the trees and look at the forest as a whole. Uh, Donald Trump did a wonderful job for the New World Order. Um, he did everything that they asked him to do. He plunged us into debt, and I tell people this, and they're like, oh, wow, yeah, that that is interesting observation, that in his the fort short four years that he was president, he accumulated, and Congress gets credit for this as well, more debt than all the first 42 presidents combined in our nation, Sam. Not to mention fast-track vaccinations and the vaccination passports a threat to all liberty right now on the heels of Donald Trump. Yes, he was pro-life and good for him for that. But he also had the greatest lockdown, the closest to martial law we've ever had in America on his watch, The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little, I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Ron DeSantis. Is he a good guy? I personally think he's deep state, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? Let's just look at his record of what we support that he does and don't support that he does. That is the way we need to focus on these people. More juicy facts about Ron DeSantis available in worldaffairsbrief.com. Joel Skousen. Chris? Yes. Yeah. Give credit where credit is due. Joel Skousen does a magnificent job exposing a lot of these things that you won't get at Fox, and sometimes you won't even get in some of the other alternative, because Joel Skousen, he he realizes that there are conspiracies. I mean, we're supposed to believe, oh, conspiracies don't exist, at least not on a grand scale. No, they do exist. They do have the power. They do have the resources to perpetrate conspiracies on grand scales, and the more we deny it, uh, the, the more we will not be able to resist them in their efforts. Anyway, so he goes on. So this is last week's World Affairs Brief. Uh, we'll talk about DeSantis. We'll talk about Disney because um, if you'll recall, Sam, Ron DeSantis heroically, along with um, the Florida State Legislature, they withdrew uh, the sovereign status of Disney. And I can't remember exactly when that was. It was about a year or two ago, and people were lauding Ron DeSantis. Well, they kind of reestablished or... Um, Let's see. They 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 re, kind of redid that agreement, so it it left Disney uh, with a, a, a fewer sovereign powers to run their. I can't remember how how big that is. Oh, twenty five thousand acre estate, you know, where Disney World is, and that's in Orlando, California. And what they did is a mixed bag, Sam. So I'm going to break it down for you. 
So they reinstituted the the big one, the big glaring uh, win for Disney World was that Ron DeSantis and the Florida State Legislature reintroduced their tax-exempt status, which no other corporation in the state of Florida enjoys. So that, I'll just put that right out in front. So, but they did make some concessions to conservatives and to people that wanted to see uh, Disney not have as much power on their 25,000 acre um, complex. And so what they did is they set up a board of governors and the board of governors, the members of that board of governors will be appointed by both the governor and the legislature of the state of Florida. And they did get some conservatives. I don't know if these are household names, probably in the state of Florida, they might be Bridget Ziegler, uh, who is a conservative education activist and co-founder of the white right wing group Moms for Liberty. He mentions Ron Perry, chairman of the Gathering USA, a Christian ministry, and three conservative attorneys. Anyway, that's, I guess that's some consolation to conservatives in the state of Florida that uh, their board of directors uh, will have conservative members if, in fact, they are conservative and the true sense of conservatism, you know, that is yet to be determined. Um, <clears throat> so they will, Disney will no longer have the right to tax. Uh, to avoid state building and fire codes, to avoid state regulatory reviews and approvals, and to issue tax-exempt bonds, and to operate its own utility and emergency services. So some of their power was taken from them, but the fact that they are exempt from property taxes is the big one that conservatives should be up in arms And that, to me, is the problem. How much money is the government of Florida giving to Disney this is an organization now that literally promotes the Little Demon show. The Little Demon show is they, a, a woman slept with Satan. Satan's spawn is this little girl, the daughter of this woman. Uh, and now that's the Disney push. So we're giving tax-exempt status to these kind of perverted agendas um, by giving them special privilege at the trough. Nobody else has this. So Ron wants to pull the lever what Ron knows is he can push hard enough and do a lot of good things and get the conservatives to love him. But he can cave on enough critical stuff to make sure that the Democrats say, well, we can't attack him. By golly, look what we've done for Disney. And, okay, the, we're playing a political game here that's going to backfire. You cannot get in bed with the devil and not get harmed, Chris. Yeah. So there's more in, in this uh, arrangement that the Florida State Legislature and Ron DeSantis made with Disney. There's more bad than good, as you pointed out. And Disney is a horrible. I mean, they they used to, you and I, Sam, we grew up watching Disney movies and Disney productions. And they were safe back when we were kids. Maybe a little subtle, um, <clears throat> you know, jabs at conservatism here and there or traditional values here and there. But, you know, nothing that was nothing like what it is today you, you you pointed out the little demon i mean it used to be demons were wicked now we glorify them and it's about the, the not only that the we have women there. sleep with them and have satan's baby yes well yeah they, they try to inject sex into every aspect of our existence you know they it's just we were an over sexualized society you know um now let's let talk about another talk thing with regards to ron that you need to know too <laughs> You know what? Ron DeSantis, ladies and gentlemen, has a very different record, if you go study it, than the last year that he's been made popular. 
Remember, they can take anybody they want to in the media with the government and the media in bed together, and they can turn anybody into a household name. Who knew of Bill Clinton, the governor from Arkansas, before they put him on the national stage? Who knew of Barack Obama before they put him on the national stage? Who even knew of Ron DeSantis until he became governor? Um, Donald Trump taking credit for this. Uh, And then all of a sudden now, so they make these household names. And they're not going to make anybody who doesn't do their bidding a household name. Write that down. They will not take someone who will not do what they want and make them a household name. They will not do it, Chris. How do I know this? I can just tell you from the media. The more you tell the truth, the more you're shut down, villainized, uh, and, and, and okay, they now claim that I'm this white supremacist and that I'm this evil leader of the CSPOA and I'm this, okay, what have I done except for tell the truth? See, the more yeah. you tell the truth, the more they'll shut you down. That's why I say Glenn's starting to tell more of the truth and you see the results. Glenn used to be a CNN liberal host. Then he went to Fox and he was more conservative. Then he left Fox and said they won't let me talk about God. Now he's starting to tick them off even more, and they're going, hey, we're going to shut you down on Facebook and everywhere else. Now Tucker's the lead guy. Well, how long will that last? As long as Tucker toes the line. Okay, same thing with Ron DeSantis. How long will he last? As long as he does enough for them to carry the ball. Now he can do enough to cater to his base, to keep the base, to keep the, uh, you know, natives docile, don't let them get restless kind of thing. But he's not allowed to make real changes that will have lasting effects. Okay? No. You can shut down Disney a bunch, but leave their tax-exempt status. You can, okay, whatever you do, you got to make sure that you give a handout to all factions so that you can stay in power. As long as you do that and you don't really change the direction of the country, they're glad to let you do whatever you want to do. You do things that will really change the direction of the country, start arresting criminals, uh, change the real outcome of things, and I'm telling you, they'll shut you down so fast, your head will spin, Chris. Well, yeah. Yeah, Donald Trump's um, four-year presidency is evidence of that very fact. Uh, At the beginning, at the end of his presidency, we were worse off as a country than we were at the beginning of his presidency. We had um, Operation Warp Speed. We had thousands of people dying, according to the VAERS database, from the shot that this so-called conservative president was promoting, as you pointed out. Um, We were $6.7 trillion deeper in debt, and the government was larger. If Ron DeSantis accomplishes the same thing that Donald Trump accomplished in his four-year presidency, the deep state will be very proud of their hand-picked boy. Yeah, where's all the ventilators that Donald bought? Yeah, well, somebody made a ton of money on that. I know I didn't. Oh, which brings up another point. Uh, You know, the governor of our state here in Utah never gave me taxes and status. Why not? Because I'm not Disney, and I don't put out uh, movies and programs that corrupt the minds of our children. As you pointed out, yeah, there's uh, a way you can get the way you can get special privilege. Though all you got to do is play the deep state game, buddy. They'll reward you handsomely, my friend. Um, I wanted to get one more. Now, there are a couple things I want to get out before the bottom of the show here. Ambition. Joel Skousen talks about. I worry about his Ron DeSantis's ambition. Anyone who wants to be president at any cost will compromise. He hasn't compromised much in Florida because he is supported by a majority in the state legislature. 
But the U.S. Congress is a completely different story. It will be a den of hostility to any principled action, and I agree 100%. Let me say one more thing before the, we get to the bottom of the hour of news. Um, Ron the Ron DeSantis story does seem too good to be true on its surface, but we have to look at a few glaring omissions, and let's just cover those on the other side, and then we'll go into um, some topics that you have for us, Sam. Yeah, Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen, truth <clears throat> tellers on your radio 24-6. Because on the Sabbath we rest. How's that? All right, hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Jeremy Scott. Thousands are under evacuation orders as California gets slammed by the latest in a series of atmospheric rivers. National Weather Service meteorologist Bill Rash says the region could get hit with another few inches of rain in the coming days. We're going to have additional flooding. California's Director of Emergency Services has confirmed two deaths because of flooding. A volcano watch in Alaska has been issued as seismologists warn a swarm of earthquakes in the Aleutian Islands could signal an upcoming volcanic eruption that hasn't happened on the island in more than 100 years. There have been dozens of small earthquakes since Tuesday near the Tanaga volcano, which has been dormant since 1914. The latest jobs report shows a very strong labor market in the U.S., that's what Treasury Secretary Jenny Yellen told lawmakers during a House hearing. The labor force participation rates for both adult men and women have exceeded their pre-pandemic highs. There were 1,100,000 jobs added in February, more than the expected gain of about 225,000. Despite that, the unemployment rate went up to 3.6%. Yellen said that's because there was a slight increase in labor force participation. I'm Dave Collins. The man convicted of killing California college student Kristen Smart in 1996 will spend more than two decades behind bars. The Smart family filled all six rows on one side of the courtroom yesterday as the judge sentenced Paul Flores to 25 years to life for murdering his 19-year-old classmate. Flores was arrested 25 years after Smart's disappearance. Her body has never been found. Former Trump attorney Michael Cohen is expected to testify before a Manhattan grand jury next week about the former president allegedly giving hush money to a porn star who said she had an affair with Trump. This is USA News. Non-attorney spokesperson ad sponsored by Open Jar Concepts. Attention veterans and active duty military. If you were issued earplugs between 2002 and 2016 and were diagnosed with hearing loss or ringing in the ears, you may be entitled to compensation. The manufacturer of these military earplugs recently paid $9.1 million to resolve claims that their earplugs were defective, potentially exposing service members to damaging sound levels that could have resulted in hearing loss or tinnitus. If you or a loved one were issued earplugs and were diagnosed with tinnitus or hearing loss, don't wait. You fought for this country, and our attorneys want to fight for you. Call 800-958-2145 now for a free legal consultation and to see if you may be eligible to file a claim. Time restrictions may apply, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. So call 800-958-2145 now. Again, 800-958-2145. That's 800-958-2145. 
Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable with Sam Bushman and Chris Carlson. And we were talking about Ron DeSantis and how wonderful a candidate he would be for the deep state, of course, not for the rank-and-file American citizen. <clears throat> and these are my comments on Ron DeSantis and my observations, and I did a little research. Uh, the, the Ron DeSantis story does sound a little bit too good to be true because the media, as Sam and I have been pointing out, have been giving him the exposure that he needs to actually win the presidency, just like they did with Donald Trump, with an estimated $4.5 billion worth of free media coverage, which they didn't have to do. They certainly didn't give that to Ron Paul, but they're giving that to Ron DeSantis so that now he's becoming a household name. But um, we have to look at a few glaring omissions in his record. And a lot of the things that politicians do are not really within their constitutional powers, but they can do them anyway, like come out against the fact that Donald Trump uh, spent $6.7 trillion in his short uh, four-year stint as president. You know, to me, that is a, a greater threat to our national sovereignty than Russia or China or any other foreign country would be. Uh, he didn't come out against Donald Trump's expansion uh, of the size of the federal government. He has never come out against the Federal Reserve, at least not that I know, Sam, or the unconstitutional IRS or against the uh, federal cabinet level agencies such as the Department of Education, the EPA, the Department of Energy. We can go on, but we won't in the interest of time. So, and oh, one more glaring thing that people are not asking, can you get an abortion in the state of Florida? Well, Ron DeSantis is, is a conservative. He's pro-life. You can't get a, an abortion. And they overthrew Roe, or they overturned, I should say, the Supreme Court did, Roe versus Wade. So obviously, Florida, you can't get an abortion. No, that's not quite true. According to a website called abortionfinder.org, you can get an abortion right now, today, in Florida, and you have been able to for some time. Uh, so abortion is legal in Florida. Why has that not been abolished? Why hasn't Governor DeSantis come out and cited the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution of the United States, which covers all of us, uh, and, said, and, and told his citizens, his uh, residents of the state of Florida, that based on the Fourth Amendment, abortion can never be legal, even if the legislature passes laws that legalize it, Sam. So that's that's all I have on Ron DeSantis. If you wanted to add something, that's fine, or we can move on. I just want to add, folks, that you know what? The problem with a lot of this is it takes study. It takes a willingness to learn about these people. You cannot just believe what you hear in the media. And you cannot um, dismiss critical things. I, I hear people all the time dismissing critical things that I bring up, Chris. They say, well, look, <clears throat> DeSantis may not be perfect because they have to admit what I say is true. He may not be perfect, but look, he's the best guy we've got going. Well, all right, that may be true. But if Satan was the <laughs> only one running, is that where you'd be like, hey, man, we don't got anybody any better? Or would you decide we got to have somebody run against that now i'm not calling ron DeSantis satan don't misunderstand me i'm making the point of the extreme to demonstrate the absurd when is the lesser of two evils righteous or good or moral or okay see that's the problem with the argument chris yeah and i've heard the analogy and i wish i had come up with this 
if we could bring back Adolf Hitler and Joseph Stalin and run them, one on the Democratic presidential ticket and the other on the Republican presidential ticket, according to our lesser of evils philosophy in this country, Sam, one of those individuals would win the presidency and the supporters of that individual would say, well, at least he didn't kill as many people as Stalin, or at least he wasn't as evil as Hitler. And that Yeah, would be but Joseph has a biblical name there. We probably ought to vote for Joseph, you know? Right. Yeah, see, uh, anyway. what I mean is, folks, you deceive yourself into believing things that are not true. you got to stand for right and reject wrong every chance you get. And you got to be consistent in your delivery, folks. All right, the U.S. government now takes control of Silicon Valley Bank, ladies and gentlemen. This just happened yesterday. Listen to me carefully. Silicon Valley Bank... What do they call this thing? SVB? That's right. Has been shut down by regulators after its stock plunged by 60% on Thursday and 62% in pre-market trading on Friday due to mass customer withdrawals. Whoa. The bank was one of the largest financial institutions in the United States. And... The biggest bank in Silicon Valley, California. That's the tech world leader, right? They say the collapse of this bank is the largest bank meltdown since Washington Mutual or WAMU melted down in 2008. Now, think about that for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. You're seeing the fruits of the ever- belligerent interest rate hikes by Joe Biden. You say, wait, Sam, that's not Joe. Oh, yeah? Who is it? Oh, Sam, it's the Federal Reserve, don't you know? Who controls the Federal Reserve? Well, that's a trick question. Should be Congress. (laughs) They're the legislative body. It's a trick question because nobody controls the Federal Reserve, folks. That is the quintessential problem. It's unconstitutional as all get out. They're all criminals. But that bank just melted down and the repercussions we haven't even begun to see yet. But tech companies are laying off people by the thousands. Roku alone says they had $487 million of its cash or 26% was held in failed Silicon Valley Bank, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. wow. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Now, here's another interesting little tidbit. While that bank's melting down, people are moving real currency around, Chris, right now. What do I mean by mm-hmm. real currency? Do you know about the Perth Mint? Perth the press Mint. Mint. Oh, Perth Mint. Yep. Mm, they just sold it, billions in diluted gold to China. Diluted? Tried to cover it up. Zero hedge with the story. Zerohedge.com. Think about that. What the heck is diluted gold, Chris? If you add uh, additional metals to the gold, that's the only 
Tenacious yeah. Diluted Gold that I can't What if I just take a gallon of vitamin D milk or whole milk and I just, you know, make it five gallons and it's water now? Why I dilute the milk, that? right? Oh. Why? I mean, I know that. I know they do it with the rings. Well, and what if you want to? What if gold. you want to sell five ounces of gold, but you only have one ounce, Chris? <laughs> you water it down. That's what they did in the Roman Empire. You add, metal, you add tungsten or other metals, and you dilute the gold, and you sell Jesus. more than you had. Anyway, then they tried to cover yeah. it up, folks. People mm-hmm. are realizing that the fiat currencies are going south so fast it's not even funny. Meanwhile, while the government plays games of dishonest money, check fraud is now on the rise. If you use paper checks and send them through the mail, they say it may be time to stop. Check fraud linked to mail theft is surging across the country. That's uh, according to a report now. Let me get this group straight. Uh, According to a recent alert to banks from the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, Part of the Treasury Department, Chris. They're the ones warning about this. The use of paper Mm. checks, they say, has been declining for decades now. Yet criminals have been increasingly targeting mailboxes to commit check fraud. The Financial Crimes Network, known as FinCEN, said last year. Reports of check fraud have been filed by banks. That's nearly doubled to 687 from 687,000 from 350,000 in 2021, <clears throat> according to FinCEN and their network. They said it issued the alert last month in collaboration with the U.S. Post Office, buddy. Wow. They, what they call it, the U.S. Postal Inspection Service. That's the law enforcement arm of the post office. Did you know we had a law enforcement arm of the post office, buddy? Well, you do now. And look, they're telling you that, look, check fraud is on the up and up. Here's the plan. Let's just go ahead and make sure no one uses any paper anymore because, man, the paper's full of fraud. Now, if you go online and get it all done, there's no fraud over there, buddy. See how they're manipulating the markets, ladies and gentlemen, to force you into a digital currency, fiat, reality. What do you want to call that stuff? Huh. Crypto. I told you don't dip your toe in the crypto. Now they're going to force you to do so, huh? Final segment in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Mom, you don't know anything about me anymore. (sighs) Honey, I know you're good at math. You don't like English. I know Ryan smiled at you yesterday at school. I know your favorite color is purple. And I know you don't like mushrooms. And who can blame you? I mean, mushrooms are a fungus, and people generally try to avoid funguses. Or is it fungi? I'm never quite sure. But, you know, either way, I mean, penicillin is good. Penicillin is a mold. Huh. Well, I guess you're right. So you like penicillin, but not mushrooms. (laughs) No matter what you talk about, love is what they'll hear. Mom, Mm. if we talk, will you be quiet? Love to. A thought from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Visit us at mormon.org. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I find it interesting that Perth Mint sold diluted gold to China. Uh, at least somebody's uh, doing the same thing to China that they do to everybody else, huh? Well, two wrongs don't make a right. It's criminal. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I don't know if you know check fraud's on the rise. They're telling you not to use checks. Don't use paper checks. They're dangerous. Folks, they're making every possible transaction questionable. They are making it to where you can't do any interaction with anybody without believing it might be a fraud. You expect that to accelerate. I'll give you an example. Rush Limbaugh's wife just sells his longtime Palm Beach home for a record. Did you see how much, Chris? No, I did not. I'm sitting down, though. You can share Palm Beach home. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to underguess it uh, at $10.5 million. $155 million, buddy, according to the New York Post. Okay. Well, I was in the neighborhood. Nah. Yeah, $10 million, $155 million. Wow. There you have it. But just think how, what if you were to chain that down to gold and silver? How much would it be worth there, people? Oh, you'd have a different ball game there, wouldn't you? See, that's the problem yeah. with the reality that we face big time. All right, I got to talk about a couple of other stories before the end of the hour, Chris. This one's going to shock you. Do you know who actress Jane Fonda is? Oh, yeah. I just All right, saw you know what the movie view is? and I had to take a shot when I got home. Do you know what the view is? Oh, yeah. I know the view is. I don't watch it, but I'm familiar with it. All right. So Jane Fonda went on The View, buddy, on Uh Friday, and she recommended that people murder pro-lifers. Then people kind of perked up their ears and went, you say what? And she said it again plainly, and then she said, don't worry, it's just a joke. Yeah, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, what if somebody like me made a joke like that? Mm-hmm. Where would we be? Would we just pass well, it off as a joke and no big deal, no harm, no foul? Or would they send the FBI to my house? What would be happening in the reverse? The Southern Poverty Law Center would go berserk. But folks, remember, even though Jane wants to murder others and then she's just joking, I think what we need to do with Jane is be very kind and polite to her and say, ma'am, you've missed the boat on so many issues. We are going to pray for you. Uh, we, we don't like your viewpoints at all. We think you're off your rock flat out crazy. But you know what? You are a daughter of God, and we're going to be kind to you. We're going to hope that someday, some way, the Lord can bring you to your senses, ma'am. See the difference in her, Redrick and mine, Chris? Yeah. 
Well, she should be in jail for treason. You know what she did in Vietnam way back in the late Yeah, 50s, Illinois well, Jane is what they call her, right? Yeah. Yep, she did. She collected prisoners uh, Hanoi, of war's information. Sorry. Hanoi Jane, right? Hanoi. Yeah, yeah, I knew that's what you meant. Yeah, she collected um the personal information of prisoners of war and instead of uh, giving that information to the State Department, which she should have, she gave it to the Chinese or not the Chinese the the Viet Cong communist in Vietnam and people know, and that, that's not even disputable what she did. Yeah. She yeah. But all you got to do is pretty, prosecute people pretty. like Hammond Bundy or Stuart Rhodes or Sam Bushman or something like that. You don't need to prosecute Hanoi Jane there, Chris. Now she's calling for the murder of people. Don't worry. It's just a joke. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. She's putting people like me in harm's way, Chris. Yep. Oh yeah. And has been for, how has it been? Uh, 50 years now, over 50 years. Yeah, it's it's a sham what our country has become, and she was just in a movie um, that I'm familiar with. I'm, I'm ashamed to say that I actually saw it, so I'll just say I'm familiar with it. Um, you know, she didn't look like the, the Jane Fonda of the 60s and 70s, but uh, she was in it. And we're still watching and supporting Hollywood, you know, with people like that. Um, yeah, how long will God uh, tolerate our support of this wickedness, Sam, is my question. And I, I don't know the answer. It may be two years or maybe 10 years. Uh, he will not. Did you not mistake his patience with tolerance? That's, that's why I tell people. Because people like Jane Fonda um, really desecrate the sacred nature, the once sacred nature of this land. And the fact that she's not in prison for her treason way back in the, I think it was the early 70s, actually, um, to me just. Well, there you have it. Anyway, I just look at this stuff and I just think, wow. In my opinion, uh, should we allow the view to continue? Um, They kind of showed dismay at her, but nobody challenged or really stopped her call for violence either. Now, just so you know, I'm going to use the word. She called for murder. And then said she was joking. Nobody really opposed her that I can tell. I mean, they kind of freaked out a little bit, like, oh, my gosh, don't go that far. But they didn't really oppose her. I want to point everybody to my webpage on this topic. It's called callforcivility.com. While she's calling for murder, I'm calling for civility, Chris. And I wrote a whole webpage yeah. and a whole article. I created a form for people to sign up in support of the call for civility into a pledge. Uh, and I'm doing my very best to eventually launch a call for civility tour, speaking on how we can step back from the hostilities and the hatred and the vitriol and move towards it. You know what? We can agree to disagree agreeably. Think of Jane Fonda's comments about murder pro-lifers and then my comments about her. You can say I'm pretty bold in my delivery, maybe. I'm pretty abrupt, but my call is peaceful. You know what, Jane? I think you're wrong on this, and I'm sad that you went to such egregious uh, incendiary uh, comments. I hope to talk you down from that ledge, ma'am. I hope that you can realize that even people who disagree with you, um, you know, even if they're pro-life, even if you completely disagree with them, even if you're literally pulling your hair out over Roe versus Wade and the overturn, at some point, you've got to step back and calm down, okay? At some point, we've got to be civil and kind and respectful to one another. All right, final story. Uh, it's a shame. This one's in Deseret News. The headline says, what is a sovereign citizen? Kyle Dumfrey, um, Deseret News. Um, and the problem I have with this story, Chris, 
is um, they say the FBI lists the group as a domestic terrorist movement and describes them as a, quote, loose network of individuals. Now, the problem I have with this, Chris, is the term sovereign citizen is a falsehood on its very service. If you're sovereign, you're not a citizen. If you're a citizen, you're not sovereign. Right, that's a problem. Depending on one. the definition, depending on the definition of citizen, Sam. I mean, people have different definitions. I mean, the, the dictionary definition probably is different. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, the, the the problem though is is how it's all being dealt with here. But here's the problem I have with it. Then they go into the Southern Poverty Law Center and how the Southern Poverty Law Center talks about sovereign citizens. Okay. okay. But the problem that I have with that discussion is that the Southern Poverty Law Center has been discredited by 20-plus attorney state generals. The FBI used a Southern Poverty Law Center report. It was so false that it had to be retracted by the SPLC and the FBI. Then the SPLC just had one of their attorneys arrested for literally domestic terrorism. Yes. But the problem that I see is they are lumping anybody they want to into this sovereign citizen discussion. Okay, for example, who is a sovereign citizen? Well, just know that they're a terrorist group, but they're a loose network of anybody they want to call it. It's like white supremacy now. Anybody they can just slur with that word and man, you're bad. So I've been accused of being a sovereign citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not a sovereign citizen. I have never claimed to be. I don't use the arguments the sovereign citizens people use. And I virtually condemn a lot of the ideas that they have. But see, they keep calling me a sovereign citizen, putting me in harm's way, making it out that I'm a terrorist. I have never supported the agenda in any way. So the problem that I have with this is then they go on and they say there's even a sovereign citizen handbook. And here's the code of the handbook that you got to follow. And have you ever seen the handbook, Chris? Because I haven't. No, no, I have not. All right. So you see, I'm supposedly a sovereign citizen, but I've never even seen the handbook, buddy. (laughs) And I say that I'm not a sovereign citizen. Now, who determines if I am one or not, Chris? I believe the only real sovereign is God Almighty. And then under God, we the people have some degree of sovereignty. Remember, Mm -hmm. government derives its just powers from our consent. So government has to be less sovereign than the creators of that government, right? But then we divide government into state and general or federal, right? And uh, we then give different jurisdictional authority to each. There's dual sovereigns at the government level under the people that are sovereign, sovereign under God. But that doesn't mean that you can go do whatever the heck you want to and no laws apply to you, no rules apply to you. I don't teach that. Never have, never will, Chris. But see, no, no, what is I. a sovereign citizen? That's you, buddy. Why? Because you believe in God-ordained, God-given rights. You believe God trumps government, and therefore you, my friend, are a sovereign citizen. Yeah. Yeah, and I do believe that, um, you know, God trumps all earthly governments, as, as you well know, Sam. And I would point out that if our founding fathers were here today, they would be labeled sovereign citizens and domestic terrorists 
you know, if that's any consolation to those who consider themselves sovereign citizens. But as you wisely pointed out, Sam, we need to be very careful and avoid any labels except maybe Christian. And when people ask, what's my political philosophy? Am I a conservative? Am I a libertarian? Am I this or sovereign citizen? You know what I say? I'm a liberty, freedom, and peace-loving American. And that's Shame not on a you, because now the now the law books in the universities are defining American as a hateful terrorist-based term. Go ask the Anti-Defamation yeah. League, who just came out with that definition. Well, shame right. on you it for being label. American. You see, see, this is how they yeah. manipulate it, folks. We cannot win the label argument. What we have got to do is be wise enough to jettison those labels. All right, I promote. Yeah restoration not revolution i promote god family and country the protection of life liberty and property i teach that we're all children of god and let's behave that way i've been on the radio for more than 25 years folks i've got more in the public record than almost anybody in the world who has 20 plus thousand hours of explaining their views in public view besides me chris <laughs> you can name them on one hand at best Okay, and I'm telling you right now, my views have been incredibly clear. I am not anti-government, although they make that lie claim as well. I believe in the proper role of limited constitutional government. Always have, always do. Then I tell everybody, hey, I'm a scholar. I teach the Constitution, the checks and balances. And then they say, I, I, I'm a self-proclaimed scholar, Chris. Never mind that I've been doing it for more than 25 years in public settings the whole time. I mean, in any other world, you'd have a Juris Doctorate. Uh, an honorary doctorate degree for that longevity in the field, right? But now they say I'm a self-described uh, constitutional scholar there. See, uh, we've got to set the record straight, folks. And we do it by consistent, peaceful education. Chris, take us home, buddy. Yes, sir. Without God, we cannot win, Sam. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson and liberty-loving patriots everywhere, continuing our duty, sir. And we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will peacefully restore this republic in the traditions of our founding fathers in congruence with the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. We're positive. We believe this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America, the greatest country on the planet.